Radical Feminism. I'm joined by Daria Teeswell. My friend, my gender gangster sister is here on tonight's The Fabulous D Show. And we're going to talk about feminists, feminism, and women, and men, and probably a million billion rabbit holes. As that's how Daria and D do on The Fabulous D Show right now. And unearthing all the underground, hidden in the sky. Don't your magic fire the light, super god delight. Sculpture from the edges, marvel of fright. Find a truth, a new reveal, excitement to your life. It's the RSD show, the fabulous D. The fabulous D. Could there be it? And tonight on The Fabulous D Show, I am welcoming the amazing, fabulous, gender gangster, and so much more, Daria Teeswell. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm happy to be here. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm recovering from having fallen on my face about two weeks ago, which is, I mean, for someone who's <sighs> as vain as I am, is probably one of the worst possible things you can imagine. <laughs> and, it must be killing yeah, you. I, it was. It was. I'm. I'm healing nicely. Thank you very much. I didn't. Okay. I. I'm still. You know. I'm, when you fall, your body does all kinds of weird things. So, but it's okay. I it have does, to, especially when you fall thing. on your face. Oh man, I'm telling you. Yeah, I was, and I was. The problem. I was doing something healthy, and that should tell you something. You know, like, <laughs> it, that can always end you know, badly. Yeah, I it was. I blame the the sidewalks in the San Fernando Valley. Um, mm. They're. There's these beautiful old trees that have made the sidewalks into like sort of a, a obstacle course, and that's what happened. But anyway, that's all. I'm I'm feeling much better tonight. Thank you very much, and I'm especially Good. happy to be talking to you. Right now. I'm I'm very glad to be talking about you to you, <laughs> not about you, but to you. You can talk about me all you want. You know how I feel about that. And we and we certainly will because you need to tell people about your fabulousness because I've known you for ever, like 250 years at least. I think. I've, I've several lifetimes, I'm sure. We've Absolutely. been doing this before. We've, we probably have, and we did this, this yes. probably exact show like 250 years ago. We don't even know it. Yeah, exactly. In the forum someplace, and the Greek boys were rolling <laughs> in the aisle. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. We'll get into that. That's not, you know, anyway. Um, <laughs> exactly. So tell, tell everyone who doesn't know Daria, who is Daria? Okay. So I... Um, I'm, I'm actually late. I was kind of late to the, to that this name and all of that. I this the person I am the Daria person you're talking to right now. It's, it's existed in me always and has been there silently. But I started out in another body and, and well, same body actually, same body, but a different <laughs> role in life. And uh, and then uh, I had just the world's biggest midlife crisis and suddenly realized that inside of inside of a really nice guy that was a really sort of um, wicked city woman who needed to come out. And, that's, and I 
the way that manifested was um, me, you know, um, running a shop for cross-dressers and um, other, uh, other gender, you know, mm. gender variant variants, people. Yes. And um, uh, I ran it, I, did, I, worked for, I worked in another one for a um, couple of uh, people. One of them turned out to be a, a crackhead, and the other one turned out to be a heroin addict. Um, Great so it was kind of like night and day, you know, literally. And literally, I would see them night and day. I mean, a heroin addict is far more dependable. But right, I, um, uh, and uh, and somewhere in there too, I I stopped drinking alcohol mm. and taking drugs, um, which surprised me. Um, you know, and and uh, I now uh, I've started writing. I didn't really start writing until you know um, the other person, you know, supposedly was a cinematographer and. It was actually made a living that way, and um, not. I'm not. You know, not. I'm not weird about talking about the other person, but really, right. I was. You know, the way I survived. Right. And I still, I still know how to take a mean photograph. Um, Indeed, you, you do. Know. Yes, and um, and I learned that you know traditionally with you know framing and all that, and I have a you know appreciation for that. But I also was you know I, I always. I had a lot to say. I didn't realize that for a long time. And um, so I started writing. Um, I wrote originally for Girl Talk magazine and um, mm. the wonderful Gina Lance okay. gave me a shot at that. Uh, I wrote awesome. some funny articles and um, everybody liked them, which led to me, actually, the weirdest thing that led me to run in Angeline's um, campaign mm. for mayor of Hollywood. Right. Which is really quite quite the mention of your resume. I it's an interesting it was it, it was an interesting time. I rode in the pink Corvettes. Um, <laughs> we harvested sage in the hills of the Canal Valley. Uh, it was a, it was a there was I could uh, is a I don't know that's probably there's a whole novel there. it is I be negotiating it is. with some studio for that one probably but 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 um, and it was an unsuccessful campaign but um, it ended up with me in front of the standing in front of the El Ray Theater in a pink wig and introducing people. And she didn't even show up, which is, I mean, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we so, could really have an, an entire show on Daria alone. We don't even need a topic. True, 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 true. I, my, my dirty life and times. I, I, could, I haven't even gotten it well. Yeah, exactly. So to the topic at hand, right? <laughs> true, yes. So Daria is fabulous, to sum it up. You are an artist. You are a writer. You are you happen to be a transgender individual, which I, I think is neither here nor there. You're a fabulous woman, and and you're, you're you're a gender gangster like like myself. Although you came up with it first, the term, the yeah. term, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. So we yeah. before I knew I was, but now we know I exactly. am. Exactly, and we are truly. I I I I I I have a certain. You know, we are part. You and you and I are pretty much. We're our own set here. So that's a we are. And and you have taken several photos of my mug, and I'm quite thankful for that. Fabulous. Oh, you have time. a nice mug too. So that I, helps, so. I know, and I would. Ha- <laughs> that's why I understand. I would never want to fall on it. No, exactly. Mm, no, thank God. God. I mean, thank God for my Scandinavian forebear, for estrogen yeah. and my, my my ancestors, because my, my it's healing very nicely. So it is. I'll be, and uh, you know, someone at work was saying because I don't. 
I don't always present, you know, right. just as, as a female. And so one of the people that works at You'll have to pencil in your eyebrows, and I just you might be surprised at how well I know how to do that. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so now, being the gender gangster, the fabulous feminine individual that you have become and found yourself to be, I, I, I kind of uh, thought of you for this topic because this has been on my mind for a while, and I thought, what a wonderful guest to discuss with something this uh, poignant and, and huge about feminism and what I think about feminists ruling the world if they so did. And I should right. disclaim that I really don't know how you feel about this topic or what we're getting into, and that's exactly why it's going to be such an exciting show. I have quite a, I actually have quite a lot to say about it, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure it's, it's all completely coherent. But what's part of the and that was my problem when I was writing my notes, is like it's, it's all over the place. So I, I should probably start by saying that, that the kind of feminists I mean uh, is not possibly the definition of feminist. I'm, I'm thinking of, no. of the individual we see most, and of course we see them most because they're, they're the loud ones on the corner screaming at us. Uh, the definition of a feminist, for those who don't know, is simply the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of political, social, and economic equality to men. Uh, that is what they say is the definition, but certainly not the example that we see set. I'm more on to those crazy feminists, the feminists who have destroyed that definition. They think that it's only for women and and that is the vaginal sense as well. And no men allowed, no support, down with the man. So I guess of those right. crazy feminists, you know, your thoughts on on feminism versus feminism, crazy versus rational. Yeah, I you know see, you know I, I this is so convoluted because it's it's it. I have um, uh, I I was I came late to feminism. Right. And I consider myself actually to be mm -hmm. uh, a a a feminist, and if, even if it's a feminist in training. And my education in, in, in feminist thought is not it's not you know complete by even because first of all you have to understand how old I am. Um, <laughs> feminism was being invented while I was in uh. college. I mean, we were literally inventing it in the streets while we were fighting, you know, marching against the war in Vietnam. Those were, that's who, that was the first wave right okay. there. That's where we're coming you know, from and here, they, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, and you got to understand, I mean, they were, the feminists were reacting to a position that I believe, this was actually taken by the Black Panthers, which was, yes, women have a position in the revolution, preferably prone, right? So... You know, and and the and they were coming from the idea that you know that, that women should just shut up and um, you know do the laundry and all that. And, right. Um, and and you know, I have I have uh, uh, very strong opinions about um, the destructive nature and the, the the conspiracy of the patriarchy against women. Mm. That said, um, I have a particular bone to pick with one particular group. Of radical feminists um, that of where you uh, that, that are a perfect example of what you speak about, and that would be a group known as the uh, the TERFs. Have you heard of the TERFs? T E R S. 
No, no, I have not. No. Tell us about them. They're known as the trans-eradicating radical feminists. Oh, wow. They are, yes. That sounds scary. Yes, well, first of all, because they start from, you know, the position that you were talking about, which is basically, boy, if we could just wipe the XY chromosome off the planet, then everything would be great, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, This, by the way, is an argument that, that only works, you know, in an era where scientists has been able would be able to create that right because yes. you know gender roles um, were sort of laid out you know when, when we were still like huddling in caves I mean gender roles were pretty clear you know right. I think now the, the the one who's having the baby probably should stay in the cave and the, and the other one should go out and get the you know mm-hmm. but but the trans eradicating radical feminists they don't they think trans people are just despicable abominations that we are that we are just leering um, leering rapists in dresses waiting to you know um, you know get them in the girls room and, right. and you know and, and rape them and what's hilarious about that is that that's also the position of the furthest fringes of the religious whack jobs in, in, right. in this country um, and there's a, and there's a currently a you know a uh, in California there's a, a you know, a prop, prop, a ballot initiative where they're trying to, you know, keep, keep, you know, keep transgendered boys out of the, you know, keep, keep mm. boys pretending to be transgendered out of the girls' room. Right. I mean, if I'm a transgender kid, I'd really, I just want to go in the bathroom and pee. And, you know, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going in there to leer at the girls. I mean, anyway. Right. right. Um, and I think being, particular- being transgender, that's kind of why it, it makes uh, makes more sense for us to be talking about it because I feel, as myself, we grew from a place where we were men, and if we weren't men, we were trying to be men or being taught how to be men. And as you grow into being transgender and realizing you are and and becoming this other role, you kind of learn how to be a feminist because you love women. And then you see the definition of feminism and you think, well, of course I am. I'm a feminist because I love women. I realized I was a woman and it's, it's so much more important. I mean, we just get, we arrive to the scene late, but yet with this really passionate love for being a feminine state, basically. And to make and to make the because I do know there's a couple of feminists who I just absolutely adore and love dearly. Right. Um, my my professor constantly, even though she's a professor someplace else uh, in a lot of these topics, is Helen Boyd, who was married to a trans woman and who um, uh, wrote the book uh, "She's Not the Man I Married." And um, right. uh, before that, um, uh, my husband Betty, um, she knows this stuff really really well. And, um, and, 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 you know, when I, whenever I, I, I come up with an opinion, she'll sort of give me the historical context of that, and I realize, oh, so that's why, right? Mm-hmm. But there, I don't know, I, 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 I still, this particular group of, of, of rabid strain of, of trans-hating lesbians, you know, I, 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 I think it's, I think it's, I don't think, you know, you know, there's a lot of feminists who don't, who do not dislike men. Right. You know, actually, and we should say that, fact, absolutely. They love them. Yes. Really. They think they would, they think men are great. Um, you know, and, and by the way, I think you and I could probably both 
testify that there are there are plenty of men who like women, and even women, and especially women like yes. us, that are pretty freaking crazy. You know, we yes. agree. We have no problem with that. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, as a historical example, you know, I think I think didn't you get, weren't we? You know, talking about you said there was a friend of yours who thinks that. Mm. Um, uh, if there were no, if there were no men, there would be no war. Right. right. Women, women do not war is one of my my lesbian yeah. feminist friends says repeatedly that women would not war ever. Yeah, I mean, now let me let me argue her point for a moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in terms of of uh, for example, during the last, I mean, and, and by the way, I should start warning people. I'm as as D knows, I am like kind of just sort of reflexively political, so don't, you know, I'm not, <laughs> not going to get into a real political thing here, but during the... That's the, another uh, awesome show we can do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. During the, 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 the whole budget thing that happened, um, Republican and um, Democratic women were talking to each other the whole time, right? They right. were talking. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because, I mean, I, and what's interesting about this, too, is because, it, because I also have... I, you know, um, have a lot of friends who are trans men, and trans men are into you know they have an interesting perspective on this whole thing. You know, right. um, yeah, they 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 started out as women. They were socialized as women, usually as lesbian women, right. and um, and then they took testosterone and um, started discovered that that they were feeling better about themselves. That truly they were men. But what's amazing, what I what I love about them is is that they are like the tightest, most supportive band of brothers you've ever seen. They really they are. They all started yeah. out learning how to cooperate with each other. Right? <laughs> yes. and, and they, they, you know, it's pretty funny. Um, now, you know, the, the historical, I think the historical examples of women um, being being peaceful is, 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 is pretty thin. You know, um, if you look at uh, to, uh, let's look at like the the Mongols, for example, or the or the Lakota Sioux, mm-hmm. um, women were just the same. They were the second front, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the the men went ahead with the bows and arrows, and the women walked behind, you know, and right. finished off the dead and picked up the weapons. And it was all of it was like it was a, they were a, they were part of the war machine, right. part of the deal. Was the way it was. Yeah. And none of them were going oh. Oh my! I wish we couldn't do it this way. Now, hell yeah. no! It's what they did to survive. It was their job. It was their business. So, yeah. and when well, I see them screaming on the street corner, I, I, and about you know, and that my friend love her to death, but but when she gets going on that vein of women don't war and and all the other very radical things that that sort of feminist contingent thinks, I think you're acting just like a man. You're as angry as you, and you you are warring right there. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, and, and, and uh, by the way, you know, a, a hot button thing to say to any woman is to sound like, you know, you're saying she's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, do you know the definition of hysterical? Yes. But hysterical came from a theory that the, 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 the doctors in the 19th century had was is that, that women were sort of naturally crazy. Mm. And what made them crazy was the fact that they had female organs. Right, and so that when when a woman was was angry or crying or had an idea in her head, obviously it was because those those damn ovaries were making her crazy again. Right. She is 
hysterical. Right? Yeah. So it's like hysterical. Yeah, got it, got it, yes. Yeah, yeah, see? Wow. So I... I um, I also think let's look at let, let's look at what Elizabeth the first for for example. I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't have much problem dealing with her sister, no. right? The Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, the it, it was just all about. And you, you, I mean, I I, I I think you know, gender and and um, the interaction between men and women always it makes history fascinating. It does. Um, but, you know, I, I also, I mean, if you want to get into pure science here, too, I, I and, and let's, why not? Um, yeah. I, I remember listening to, I can't remember who it was, some terrific, um, you know, natural, naturalist, some biologist talking about saying, well, you know, this form of reproduction, sexual reproduction, is not necessarily the only way to go. <laughs> and, and that, Probably, if we keep evolving, the XY chromosome is in trouble anyway. It's um, the, the XY chromosome is sort of driven in men that just sort of make keep making carbon copies of itself. Right. Thinking of the Mongols, by the way, um, you know that was that that part of uh, the strategy of um, Genghis Khan was to screw as many women as he possibly could at the, the prisoners, the conquered women. And impregnate them with his DNA, right. and in fact, to the point where, if you look at the DNA in all of China and all most of Asia, Genghis Khan is a strong theme in there. He's there almost a lot of their ancestors of Genghis Khan. Right. Um, and the XX chromosome is sort of like, hold it a minute, let's talk about this. You know, what? Wait a minute. You know, are you gonna? You're not gonna leave, are you? Right? I need to. I I gotta bring this kid up. So you're not just gonna have your way with me, right? Um, you know, and it's it's been proven you know, like even in chip populations where where um, there's one big screaming ape saying, "I am the only one who can have sex with the with the, right. with, the with the chimps." The chimp females are smart enough to go to the edge of the of the of the territory and have sex with other chimps because they know that it's bad for the the gene pool to just Which keep having fantastic. the sex at the same time. Exactly. And the problem the, with okay. getting back to my point finally, you notice how I could I could boy, I could really I could really spin a point, can't oh, We both could I know. <laughs> I know, it's true the two of us together, it's like my God. Um, uh, the XX chromosome. I mean again, if, if there are there is an there's a lizard somewhere in the southwest, a lizard that they're all female. Right. Right? They're all female. They the female lays eggs, and little female lizards pop out, and they get to be a certain age, like clockwork. They lay more eggs. They have more female lizards, and they're they're doing they do fine. They're doing just fine. That's right. asexual reproduction. Mm-hmm. They don't need sex. They just yeah. Which a um, lot of feminists seem to think you know there a lot that I've heard of. Well, not a lot, but many of them fine. have said they're this like we'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to do it without men. We'll we'll we're, we'll just get there. Yeah. We'll, you know. <laughs> no. Um, uh, and and but the, my metaphor on that was just that 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 works great for those lizards until something comes along with a taste for that particular lizard, right? Because then they're screwed. You know, there's nothing. There's no. There's no. There's no. No variety in the in the in the in the, right. the, the chromosomal pool for them to adapt out of that, right? Right. So. Oh, and you know, it's funny. I thought of this too. Uh, one when you first start brought this up to me. There's a book. 
you know the book, you know, you, you know the book, Little Big Man, right? Yes. Thomas Berger. Yes, I do. He wrote, he wrote another book that, that no one talks mm. about so much. It was called Regiment of Women. Mm. And um, Regiment of Women was basically a dystopian, it, it was sort of like, um, it was, it was very, very much along the lines of 1984 or Brave New World, except in this dystopia, um, male and female roles are just completely, utterly reversed. Mm-hmm. So that the men are the are the are, are, the, are the, the fluttering, delicate damsels, and the, and and the women are like the you know right. the, the steaming, horny toads, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, and reproduction is controlled by the state, um, and basically, um, men are forced to um, you know ride these horrible sort of fucking things where they sort of milk their they milk their milk them for their, for their semen, uh-huh. you know, and then they store the semen, and then they that's how they end up, you know. Oh, okay. Um, I love it. And, <laughs> you know, no, and they get reproduced. They, well, I mean, I can think of worse worse ways to. Sure. Yeah. But but, but they the the ultimate thing in it is that um, is the notion that I, I, I'm not even sure. I, he, he, He's doing a very rich satire in it mm. about, um, you know, the, the, about the oppression of women by men at the same time right. in, in a mirror, right? right. It, it's a very, it's a funny thing. It's very funny. Isn't it? Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's interesting that when, when I think about it, you know, because I, I get it, I definitely think that, you know, I'm all for equality. I think that's fantastic. But what I look at in history is women fighting for the rights of men. And now that they've gotten a lot of them or, or they have that slight status, because uh, I, I admit as well as, as anyone else that they don't have the full, full gamut there. And, and it's still very much that man's world in, in that business sense. But at the same point, it's like you're you're fighting so hard to get into the club, but then you're going to hate the club. Right. You know, I, I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, because if we flipped it like the book, I mean, and and that's yeah, it it would become. This, that's what I always think is like, well, it's always about, especially the radical portion of it, it's all about, you know, female this, women that, women in power. And yet it's like, well, then that's the exact opposite. So then you want the men to be the, the delicate flowers and the women to be the aggressive dominating force. So we're right back where we started, but just with a different gender. And, and I think, I think the, the other thing too, we can't, we can't leave out the fact that we're looking at a... I mentioned the Lakota before the Sioux. Right. Um, a lot of Native American cultures were matrilineal, meaning I was before, at least before, um, you know, our Christian forebears got out here, the ones who were, you know, right. that we, we celebrated Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, the, they are... Um, the, the, so in a matrilineal culture, and it's true, I think it's the Navajos, I think it's still this way, mm. um, you, the lines of, you know, the possessions go along the lines of your mom, right? You take on the woman's name, right? Mm. So if I marry into your family, I take on 
the female, the female, the name of the female side of the family, not the male side of the family. Right. And and yet, I mean, and and but and men are still men, and women are still women. But what's different is that the women, the women control have, have more control over the the power. They have a, a bigger say. You know, um, what they have to say is is, mm-hmm. is is looked at and respected in a different way. And um, so you know, it, so equality, you know, equality is always going to bring responsibility. And 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 I also think. You know, God, I'm trying to think of other examples in history of women who set a bad example. You know, mm-hmm. Ellen of Troy comes to mind. Right. Um, right, Ellen of Troy. <laughs> Catherine the Great, you know, she wasn't exactly a, a uh, you know, I, I, I think it's one of the reasons I really like Catherine the Great. But, oh, but, yeah. You know, but, but she, she wielded power, you know, just as effectively. Hi, it's me, Frank Atolo, and at this very moment, I'm listening to The Artist D. I'm dropping the F-bomb right now. Fabulous. There. Want to hear it again? Fabulous. There. Want to hear it again? Fabulous. There. Want to hear Okay, I was skipping. Fabulous D. Fabulousness! Take us with you wherever you go. Get 4Culture Radio with the TuneIn app. It's free, fabulous, and streaming. Download TuneIn to your smartphone or tablet and listen to our world from wherever you are. Visit TuneIn.com or find the app in your phone and tablet's app store. You're listening to 4Culture Radio at 4Culture.com. It's Funtastic on Transtastic.com. Where can you hear independent music, underground opinion, and more? Tune in to 4Culture Radio at 4Culture.com. We're unearthing the underground audibly. This is Derek Bishop, and you're listening to 4Culture Radio. Hi. I'm the artist D from The Fabulous D Show, and I know when I'm feeling down, a little blue, and vitamin deficient, I like to drink my juice. Mmm, <sighs> juicy. I feel so, so much better. It's Juice Talk Radio, the downloadable, iPodable archive of some of the most amazingly delicious broadcasts you'll ever hear. Art, sex, and opinion all on one site, ready for you to take it on the go. So load up with Juice and listen to Juice Talk Radio. JuiceTalk.com Mmm, delicious. Juice Talk is not recommended for people under the age of 18 with heart defects or those who have lost sight of their vagina a long time ago. Take Juice Talk carefully and under the supervision of your local dominatrix, bookie, or internet's first superstar. This is Becky Cannon, and you're listening to The Fabulous D Show. This is Campus Christmas, and it's Matters of Box of Frogs. And don't forget to sign up on Transtastic.com, the most fabulous transcended social network site in the world. Our artist is fabulous. Welcome back to The Fabulous D Show, broadcasting from Earth. Um, which, which is interesting for the transgender lot of us. It, and I've, I've never really thought about it before, but as far as the opposite side, because I know that I am a threat to men because, and they're uncomfortable because I connect them to the women that they may not want to admit they are 
or have any connection yeah. to. And yeah. I never really thought about the opposite of that, which is now I, I that I'm at the end of the spectrum, the other side, uh, maybe they're, they're as upset with us for the same thing because we are connecting them to men who they're not that oh. pleased with. Oh, yes, and, and, and no, and in fact, I, I, will, I will take that a, a step further in that they're very specific about, well, because, uh, I hate going here, but you have, we, we sort of have to. We have to. There's a certain cultural stereotype of this particular type of of, of, of lesbian feminist, mm, radical yes. feminist, right? Um, this is the, this is sort of, you know, um, Birkenstocks and, uh, you know, and, 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 um, uh, you have a you know, feeling that we, you know, we'd all be wearing, you know, Mao jackets or something right. at some point. Um, yes. um Although, cause, because, and what's so funny about that is, is that there's this incredibly, incredibly rich bush femme culture in, in, in the lesbian world that I think it's just freaking amazing. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's very, very, very rich and, and, and you know, I mean, um, if you've ever read, uh, uh, is it, uh, The Transgender Warrior by Leslie Feinberg? And, oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, or a stone, oh, no, it's not Transgender Warrior. So, yeah, she did read that, but she also wrote Stone Dutch Blues, right? Mm. And, um, so, but, but I was going to say, you know, about, about the, the, this sort of this turf view of us, right? The, the trans radicalist view of us is that um, that we we reinforce, you know, by wearing lipstick, by wearing perfume, by wearing high heels, we are just reinforcing the cultural oppression represented by those things ah. on women. Those things that those things are cultural oppression. That, right. that women are oppressed. That you know, I think. And by the way, if that's if that's oppression, how come, how come? Well, I mean, I mean, the richest women in the culture wear that, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and the best ones, by the way, right? Yes. I think, I, I mean, I, I, I could, I can, I would, I could, I could easily make an argument if you want to get into a whole sort of trans fan and you know, um, you know. Uh, Argument about oppression, oppressed people versus unoppressed, you know, the, un- the, the, the oppressor. Um, why that? Wh- why that's reinforcing that? But, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, gender is this sort of glorious playground. It is. Um, that's a, th- this people, kind of flip flops it around and represses parts of it. It's yeah. Cool. I mean, um, you know, and, and and people have strong opinions about it, and it's what I find so hilarious. It's just that that the, you've got the religious right on one side that's got this cartoony view of the whole thing that, you know, um, that, you know, me, me wearing my hair long and hmm. putting on makeup and wearing a, a, a little polka dot dress is like a sign of wifely submission right. to you because you're smarter than I am. And, you know, who the fuck, you know, who the fuck knows if you are? About right. that. Exactly. Um, but the, on the other hand, um, you've got the, the turfs on the other side where, you know, they're all, I just sort of imagine them all just sort of, you know, grimly, you know, hitting tambourines and eating hummus together or something. <laughs> um, and um, I don't know. Um, I, 
yeah. So, okay, you actually, I think you've actually, you've actually rendered me speechless. I Maybe love it. I, <laughs> Maybe not for long. No. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've had trouble. That would be the first time I've ever rendered Daria that's speechless. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I know. I know. Either so, one of us will. Right. We shouldn't continue to be speechless. No, and we won't. Show, then, we, we there, exactly. And we won't. But yeah. if, and, and this is interesting, that if they took power now, cause, and that's another thing that I see is, I just, because I do have this, this one that I know, and, and she's thankfully, uh, you know, accepting enough that, that she knows my views on this, and she'll listen to the show, and it'll all be okay, but it, I, I listen to their, the uh, type of, of things these, these certain people say, and it leads me to think, well, there, there's like, there's always holes in their story. I mean, they are uh, very feminine women out there who are very radical, but they still dye their hair. They still wear makeup. They still wear oh, corsets absolutely. and high heels. And yeah. I can understand the makeup. I'm, I'm fine with the makeup. But being who I am, if, if the high heel did not exist, I would be perfectly okay with that. So... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I cannot imagine absolutely. wanting to. And that's what a feminist strikes me as, is they want to wear the well, high heel. Well, we need to hear, we need to hear that, I mean, you know, um, the men at their worst, um, and boy, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's another topic, but um, the, there's this dismissive quality them yes you know even it, it, which by the way is becoming um as the world gets you know sort of changes is there's, there's a lot of holes in, in a lot of that the natural superiority of men right. um that that argument's full of gigantic holes because um what if uh you know there, there are there are women out there who are uh who who bring home the bacon right. a lot, a, a lot, lot of, of bacon, and yeah, and they and they're and they're they're way smarter, they're way better educated. In yes. fact, statistically, women are better educated. Than exactly, that's why I love them um, so much. Yeah, and, and and so they're so. What's funny is is that that I mean, I I sense when, when I think of a real feminist, you know, like my my friends that I consider to be real feminists, they're just calling bullshit at like, well, wait a minute. Then how come you get to pay me less? I'm as educated as you, right? right? How come you get to pay me less? How come you get to judge the way I look and I don't get to judge the way you look? Mm -hmm. How come? I mean, I, that I really get. I really oh yeah, get that. And I think yeah. that's a fascinating conversation. I think so. Um, you know, until it, you know, and and the problem, you know, and and you know, the, like a certain troglodyte members of the of the, the male the male's part of the species that, that are threatened by that. You know, but they're threatened by everything. They're threatened by smart people. They're threatened by people that, you know, um, either don't believe in God or believe in, a, in, a, in something, you know, alternative to, you know, their particular, you know, Judeo-Christian right. setup or, you know, um, you know, where... Uh, so and um, the radicals on yeah. on both sides, man, men and women, radical both. I think it's just kind of they pushed it over the edge and, and they've lost focus because there are some real issues there, 
of why we are feminists, true feminists, to the definition of, you know, wanting equality, wanting uh, females to be just as seen as fabulous as men or in, in those positions getting paid the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are real issues. Yeah. A wonderful, there's a friend of mine who's wonderful. She's, a, she's actually a, um, someone who, she's a friend of the trans community. She's a psychologist, and, and she has this wonderful... Uh, theory um, about trans women, especially. She says, you know, it's just an, she's seen, I can't remember, hundreds of them for practice. Um, she says, you know, there's this sort of sweet, um, unspoiled quality about them. Um, they're really something, there's something sort of, you're really pure and feminine about a lot of them. And she said, what's Interesting. What interests her about that is that she's is that she says they haven't because they're, they're, that female within them had to hide for so long because it had a, a male on the outside protecting it. Right. Um, it didn't get damaged. It didn't get yes. sucked up into the system the way young girls are right away. Because mm -hmm. if you're a girl, you know you're getting kicked around from the moment you're in the first grade. Right. You're getting told like you're not as smart, you're not as cute, you're not as this, you're not as that, and um, and that's just the way it is. You know, yeah. so it's like uh, so. And, and she says that 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 so 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 women grow up, you know, with their with their dukes up. They have to right. sort of naturally, like you know, and um, and I can see how how especially if you're a woman who loves other women. You know, you're going to get yourself in a position at some point to to just really hate men. Right. That men are yeah. the freaking problem, and 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 screw them all, and let's just you know, let's just you know, get rid of them. But I, yeah, whenever I put it that way to these buddies, turfs, by the way, they get it. It, it makes them uncomfortable. It's just like it's just, so. You're saying basically, if we just sort of drowned all the male babies, everything would be fine, right? <laughs> you know. Pretty biblical, really. You're right. talking about. Very. You're talking about Pharaoh there. Yeah. You know, you're talking about like it's, it's. This is sort of like you know, let your people go. And, uh, <laughs> which yeah. is and so, fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. And, and 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 which again goes. By the way, you know, um, I as, as much as I bristle, you know, in a when I hear people say and they look at it in a, in a relationship between two gay men or two. Or two two lesbian women, they say, "Well, which one's the boy and which one's the girl?" Right. I bristle at that. Yes. But you and I both know <laughs> there's a there's a thread of truth in that. Exactly. There's a thread of truth in that. There's in that dynamic. There's yes. you know. I know, and it and then they they fight it, and it's it it's just like there's there are stereotypes for a reason in a lot of of, of stereotypes. And that's well, one of and them. I, and it was, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I probably shouldn't, you know, I should probably, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why I'm mentioning it, right? Sure, so it's no, but it's, it's very true. Yeah, yeah. And it, it yeah. Fell, falls down in, into female roles as well. I mean, there's just, there are, it's like a lipstick lesbian, you know? I'm sure they bristle at that. Oh, or, totally. you know, or in the gay community, because I've certainly crawled through that community and and i know all about the cubs and the bears and the twinks and some of them hate that but it's like well it is 
I have two. I mean, and, and it's interesting too. I, I've got I've got a bunch of friends, um, trans lesbian couples, very different. Mm. Um, you know, that are very different from each from each other, or a trans woman and a and a, and a, and a, and a straight and a, a guy. I mean, it's just different, and there's just different dynamics and all of that. I and I've got two two um, two lesbian friends who I would say would you know I could say they're they're very very their relationships are very, very equal, you know? Um, but... Look, well, really, you it know. really throws me, uh, and that's kind of why I'm running out of uh, uh, solo opinionated shows to do, because you tell people these things, and, and it just kind of, it hits the wall, because, uh, you know, they are, they are what they are, and... I, that's well, what I've know, been saying since the beginning. Is why aren't we just flowing? Yeah. Well, 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 you know, well it's just, as you and I you know from having conversations with each other. I mean, I think part of the one thing I love about talking to you more than anything is, is that do tell. Um, you just want to drill down. You want to drill down to the truth. You yes. want to drill down to exactly. Okay. So there's this thing no one's saying. Okay, right. let's say it and see what happens. <laughs> what happens if we say this? You know, yes. and, and and I think that's valuable. I really think it is. It is. Um, um, and I have, you know, and I, I'm, I'm opinionated as hell, and I, I, I have, um, you know, anytime I see someone that's that's that's, that's so blinded by an ideology, or not necessarily an ideology, but by a, uh, a, 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 sort of a, a, a they're stuck inside of a of a of a, of a, of a, a like a a lexicon or terminology right. it drives me crazy um you know i it's like those people I, who uh, and i i've i've shed these friends rapidly when they come along is is you say something and they're like well they take it so literally that it they have to dissect it first and it's like by the time we're done dissecting you've lost the poetry and you could have just laughed and nodded and understood what i meant in the first place <laughs> right Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I. I, I, but, I but also, it's like when, when I, I. I hear. I. I have real problem. Like I said, when I was, you know, when I was in college, um, like the immediate problem for me was not going to the not going to Vietnam, and mm-hmm. getting killed. Yes. And, A valid um, problem to have. And so we had, and we were, you know, um, we were all sort of swimming over to this to the to the radical idea that maybe we shouldn't be fighting this war. And that was when a lot of this social upheaval started. I mean, before that, it was all sort of like Wally and Bees, you know? Right. Um, not really. It was really more like, if you watch movies, if you, it was really more like Douglas Sirk, you know? <laughs> more like people, you know, ag- agonized people in, the, in, the, in, the, in, in sort of the coat of color suburbs. Right. Just, oh, God, I want him so much, or I want her so much. Anyway, you know. um, yeah. But they, but what what happened? You know what happened? You know, I was sociology was sort of being invented, mm-hmm. really. I mean, it was like it's, it's youth at that point when I was in college. Right. So a lot of psychology, the, co- the psychological concepts. I mean, back then they thought that you know what you and you, what you and I do and have fun doing right. was considered to be like a real serious problem. Right. They should be probably they should probably be giving you a lecture shot. Oh, we're nuts! And, yeah. Oh, I know, and. Um, and homosexuality was still a crime, and I was like, so, yeah, 
uh, you know, it was a different time. Which is but amazing. Now, this sociology has grown this language mm-hmm. that drives me crazy. I mean, I, I, I admit some ignorance to some of it, but, mm-hmm. you know, when someone tells me that, you know, um, hey, don't colonize my narrative, I, <laughs> I just want to look at them and say, what the fuck are you talking about, you know? Um, and I, and I, actually, I actually do understand what they mean. Right. And I actually get the point of it, but... But still. You know, I speak English for a minute, you know? And, right. and by the way, um, I, you, you are a... You know, you may be trans, but you're still a rich white girl. And, and you pretending to support the people of Palestine doesn't... <laughs> honest to God, I don't buy it. You know? You, you say, you say, you say right. you hate white people, you hate capitalism, mm. you hate socialism. Yeah, you're driving on. That's just like... Yeah. So, you know, um and that's where I go with certain certain people when in, and is and it works well with well, really anybody who really hates well it's it's like, you know, the the posers, the, those who hate what they're not and and they just hate that culture and it's like, well, but that's what you were built on. And, and you know, I adore, you know, it's funny in 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 in, in, in there's another there's always, even when in trans culture, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. there's there were right. there were always problems with was there was always social tension. Like, right. well, wait a minute, like, what am I saying? Of course there was. Naturally, <laughs> <laughs> we're a group of women, so it's like it's right. like naturally there's going to be social tension, and we were raised as male, so we're it's going to be entitled social tension. Right. Um, and you know, you look at the experience of of trans women of color. You know, who gets killed the most? Mm-hmm. Right? right? Who's who's Forced the most into a into a, a you know into, into having to work in sex you know in the sex trade just to survive mm-hmm. right not you know uh, because of of, of, of of cultural and, and and other kinds of pressure and you know who gets killed way more often and what's amazing to me is is that when I think of the trans women of color I know for the most part um, they're they're incredibly they're incredibly socially, you know, committed, you know, committed people, and they're committed to social change. But they've got a freaking smile on their face. Mm. You know, they know how to party. You know, they know how to. They they know how to. They right. they. Yeah. Which you know, that's like, that's kind of why I like. Well, I gravitate towards people who less about going back, more about going forward. And hello, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you know yeah. me, I am very very paranoid about the timelines of things and i i see the delicate balance that has been to get us where we are even you know personal lives as as well as all of us and when i hear someone bad mouthing you know where we came from it's like okay it wasn't good uh you know maybe it was really bad for women at, at a certain time and and certain other groups but we are where we are now so let's work on changing it now for the better to accommodate all instead of annihilating. Because when I hear them go on about, you know, they, they love where they are, though. Feminists especially seem to love that they have the freedom to say what they have to say and that they have the technology to say it on and, and the venues to say it at and the freedoms to say it. Well, and, I thought I just saw this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um I think very positive thing. It's great now too because there's a controversy around it, so that means it's going to be even better. Mm. Um, there's this uh, 
it was put together by a group of, of women, um, like sort of videos and games and, um, and a little kit so that girls could get sort of the basics of engineering, right? Mm, right. How to put things together, like sort of like an erector set for girls, kind of like that. Right. It's aimed at like, you know, and, it's, and, the, and the girls, it's, a, it's for a girl's name and she's like the hero and she's sort of like Bob the Builder, only it's like, you know, I can't remember her name, but I think it's Sally or something okay. like that. But anyway, and they of did this, this promotional video for it based on the Beastie Boys girls, right? Mm. Which, by the way, is probably one of the most unbelievably sexist anthems of all time. Right? <laughs> I mean, even if you even if you want to take into account that that that, there, that some of that is probably tongue firmly and cheap, which it always is with them. Right. But now they're so they they did this whole thing with girls, and they did it only <laughs> to you know in, in an entirely different context. They're spinning the song in its head, and now the Beastie Boys are saying that they're that, that there's a copyright infringement on it. Of course. And they're arguing that it's a satire. So they're arguing that it's a parody. It's fair use because it's a parody. Mm. And, uh, you know, see, now something like that, you know, um, I mean, there are girls, I, I, it's very funny because I've, 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 this has happened to me twice, you know, um, two or three times in my life where there was this, 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 this I was in a seminar with this beautiful young girl. And, um, Someone, I can't remember how it how it came up, but you know, in terms of like you know the expression, like, well, she's not a rocket scientist. Uh huh. Well, actually, she, actually, she is. She was. She's a rocket scientist. <laughs> she works for JPL. She is. A, she yes. Actually, that's her job. She's a rocket scientist, right? So, oh I, I mean, seriously, you know, I I, I I I've known two of those in my life, so that's like that's that's. You know, that's that's um, amazing that you mentioned that because uh, I was watching. Uh, you remember the show? Um, what What's my line or who's line is it right. right right and i saw a clip from that uh last week where they had this beautiful blonde woman um in a dress uh, in, in a very you know scantily clad woman and if, yeah, if, to those of who are listening who don't know um you know there's this panel of of really stars i guess celebrities of the day and this was a really okay. i don't know when it happened quite a ways back it was black and white city carlisle yes right? And and so you know they're supposed to guess what the person is doing, and and they sometimes they had stars on, and they blindfolded the panel and tried to guess who the star was, and then they had real normal people on, and they just tried to guess what their profession was. Well, this woman was you know Marilyn Monroe looking, and she was a rocket scientist, or she she guided missiles at NASA or something. And yeah. th it was they didn't get it. They could not guess it because they were so old-fashioned and, and could not guess what she did. But all of them, men and women, immediately started asking questions, implying she was a prostitute. Immediately, right? And right. That's exactly where they went. But it, you know, they just you you just don't know. And there's no. all different kinds no. of people out there. No, and I, and I, and I don't. So I mean, because. And I don't think you, you know, you and I having this conversation, um, I think this is sort of like we're sort of exploring sort of the back channel here. Yes. Because I don't think either one of us would deny that 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 there are um, uh, dark and stupid male forces that Indeed. Um, uh, don't have women's best interests in mind. Yes. You know, and that that need to be resisted. 
Yes. Um, and that's where I go wrong, same. as it, it is true. We, we never disclaim anymore because we just think people know, but they don't know. I mean, we, we do understand that. There are dark, manly forces out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm amazed. We're actually kind of agreeing through this whole thing. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I, I think it would be hard to... Be hard to if we actually did a flowchart of this, I think it would be hard to track who said what. But anyway. I, think, I, I think it would be difficult. Mostly, mostly me saying mostly. Stuff, right? I think it would it would be difficult for any Daria and D conversation to be yeah, a complete true. disagreement. It's true. it's true. We were, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think, well, never mind. I mean, can you think of anything we disagree about? Um. Have you noticed anything? Because I, I don't really not, pay attention. <laughs> not really. Not really. I mean, we, we're, we're, it's, it's usually, it's not, no, not really. It's really kind of like a matter of, because of, of, uh, you have the same kind of point of view that I do, which is sort of like this. Sort of this well, and there's just certain people of, out there. It's a healthy wonder and skepticism at the right. same time. I mean, it's like, that's a tough balance to keep. But, well, but, there's just certain people out there that, and I know, and that's the, the thing about doing radio is, is you know the type of guest that you can argue with if you will argue with them at all, um, and it won't end badly. And, yeah. and that's not saying that I don't want it to end badly, but you just don't want it to end stupidly. And it, it could yeah. not do that with a lot of the people that I know and love. Even as you see on, on my Facebook, there are some wonderful conservatives on there now, and they, we've never really said anything to each other that seemed to piss each other off, even though some of our views are very, you know, completely opposite-ended. So some people are just smart. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and they get it. No, no and, 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 and all of us have, have blind spots, or, or more, more likely spots that make us be read, mm. you know, where it's kind of like, right. you, you know, oh, you talked about, oh, you mentioned that. Right. Yeah, I like, I'm, I'll go there, believe me. Right. But, but, um, you know, I mean, this is the other. This is the other thing is I think the, you know, sort of the position is you're, you're coming from this as a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Um, see, and that's what they, the 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 argument that the turfs would have is: well, there's no such thing. You're just kidding yourself. This is all bullshit. Right. And and, the, and there was also there's also a group of of um, doctors would argue the same thing. Oh yeah. That, that, see, oh, that you and I are just this is just a, this is just our complicated way of getting them to sleep with us. Huh. Well, you know, Jeez. you and I both know, it's, a lot of easy, it's pretty easy to get it, a man to sleep with you. Yeah. I, I, looking any particular way you want, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's, yeah, I wouldn't have to do all this for any all, of that. Yeah. That all gay men are these muscled, you know, hell no. It's like, <laughs> basically, a, 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 to get a man to sleep with another man is pretty easy. Right? Absolutely. Um, find and a, frequently. And frequently. <laughs> term, by the way. Find so, a dark, dark corner and two beers. Yeah. That's all you, you need. Know, and, and it's kind of like, think of, I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious. I said, I, one time I said, this, this is, well, it's a good thing that straight men don't know about, you know, they, they really thought this through. You know, they could have sex five or six times on a Saturday night and, not, and, and, and then not have to worry about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, it's, 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 it's rather, for us to go through the trouble of like putting ourselves together and looking this way and getting breath exactly. and having a vagina put in and all the other crap that, that, that trans women go through. A lot easier ways to sleep with men. Than that, right? Having so, a vagina put in, I like the. Well, <laughs> yes, I guess I guess I, I did sort of minimize. No, I no. sort of I, I I that's sort of a dry. I think it's fantastic. Dry, technical way of putting it. Well, I would have probably yeah. said having a vagina installed. Installed, 
I, I, I'll, I'll take that as well. That works um, as well. But what yeah, I'm seeing having, through... Having, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so, so having... Because uh, another, another. It is, question. but what I'm seeing you know, through like this entire gender, thing, gender reconfirmation yeah. surgery, or yeah. whatever you want to call yes. it. Anyway, right. I, I we don't want to talk about that. I do. Okay. I do. And what I'm seeing throughout th- this this topic, what has come to mind the most, and this is probably why we discuss these things. So these things come out is it's just so much of the the opposites attracting the opposites, but repelling the opposites and. Humans yeah. can't figure it out. They can't handle that because they don't get this attraction and repelling and they don't know what to do with it. No, they, they want everything simple. Right. Why do they still believe in conspiracy theories and things like yes. that? You know? It couldn't have happened that way. You know, it couldn't have happened that yeah. way. You know? Because, no, it has to be more to it. They want to see more to it. Right. Because they see patterns. We see patterns. Humans always see patterns. And that's and that's pretty much how society sells us is you you can I just know. you buy this and it's that way, but whether you're yeah. and that's what I think is the the big misconception here is is the feminists they wanted and wanted and wanted and then they got, and it's not really what they wanted or what they thought they'd be getting. Same as you know when a democracy or or as I sh- I should say when Democrats get to the power that they want. It didn't turn out the way they expected, uh, just as conservatives do the same. You know, they get to that, no, they exactly. get what they want, but then they don't want it. Yeah. A lot exactly. like marriage. <laughs> Some marriage. Yes. Most Yeah, marriages. no, true. Truly. Truly. I mean, it's like that, it's that, well, you know, you go and that. It's a whole other rabbit hole. There's, there's usually a history behind them that we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't really know the, the whole story on, you know, I mean, so. Well, it's kind of so, like if um, they thought it, about it, you know, it's, it's getting to heaven. I mean, if they got the heaven they wanted, they'd be bored to tears. I know. I know. I mean, they probably would be much happier in some version of some, some, some sort of version of hell, which, it's true. you know, may, that could be Atlantic City. Which is why I'd prefer hell, because the hell described sounds much more enjoyable. Yeah. But that's, yeah. It does. <laughs> And and for everyone listening, this is a Daria and D conversation on on or off of the Fabulous D show because it just goes and and I think we are the creator of rabbit holes. We just go down. <laughs> yeah, through. I know. I'm kind, of, I'm, I'm kind of like I'm I'm, I'm panting at this point. Yes, yeah. yes. That's why we've oh, we've spun and what? spun, and now here we are. And is there yeah. anything you'd like to cap off about feminism I, in general? Um. Well, let me, I don't know if I could, I'm not sure I could sum up what we just said. Yes. I think, I think, what was, I think what was great what we did is we I've, just sort of yes. opened, opened, opened wide the, the, the question, you know. Um, we tore I down think, that bearing wall and put a window I where think, it ought to be. I think it's, I think that if, 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 if you're, if, if, if there's a message I would give to, to any man, it would be that you should, like, shut up once in a while and listen to what women have to say. That would be useful. That would be. Um, um, and, 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 and realize that, that what they say has value, which I think most really good men believe anyway. Yes. Um, but, uh, and there are good men and there are really bad men. Uh, and I think I more that as, as the more men come about into this time frame, maybe they're not as fearful of listening mm-hmm. to women and respecting them. Because I think 
a lot of men, most men, maybe all men, I mean, a lot of them were raised by mothers, and we have this love of mother and love of, of female care. But then you get to that certain point, especially when it was a man's world and all that, especially the 50s and 60s, it's like you don't want to love that feminine well, what's it, yeah. quality. What's interesting there is, is that that's what I find hilarious about it. I just thought this occurred to me. Ronald Reagan ended up being the great feminist, um, you know, feminist inspiration because, yes. you know, he created an economy to put all the women back to work. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, and it's really interesting because I, I, I know I know that because you know, I do still work, you know, someone in the movie industry. There's a whole younger generation of men who, when... I remember, you know, when, when women would work in the old days, it was, it was really hard for them because they were, they were, men were just pricks. And these guys, they go, okay, great. And you, you know, and they say, yeah, okay, I'll listen to you. You know, I'll listen to you. I'll listen to what you've got to say. And because you know, you know, just as well as I do. And there's lots and lots of women who do all, you know, there's women doing property masters and camera operators and all these people. And it's like, it's just like, because, of course, you're oh, you're working like my mom did, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, like my mom. Right. Yeah, you know. Oh, you got a better job. Good for you. Yeah. you know? and, and this pays better than like working at Starbucks, right? Yes. Yeah, there's so, much much better. I think you know. I think they're getting what they want in in, in the roundabout way. I mean, we're getting into that way that that they're asking. I, for I think more I, things. I, I think if I had one thing to say, it's just that that uh, that that it, I find it endlessly frustrating to talk to people who who are so who are so completely focused on a single ideology mm. um, that and they, and, that, and 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 that part of the solution in that ideology is that a certain particular group of people need to be either eliminated or have their rights deprived, right? right? And I, that, by the way, so what's interesting about that is, I think that, that would define both the most radical of the feminists you and I are talking about, mm-hmm. and also the most radical of the, of the religious right we're talking about. Yes. You know, if, you, if you really want to get into it, because it's like, yeah. um, you know, uh, you know, like on one hand, put the homosexuals to death, right? That's the, that's just, you know, the old angry right. desert god again. Right. That they think they're worshiping, and by the way, I don't think he ever said anything like that. Um, no. <laughs> and on the other side, you have like you know, if we could just eliminate you know men from this world, everything would be swell. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the same solution. It's basically yeah. without looking at potential um, consequences. As I learned quite later in my life, not everything is black and white. And I think no matter oh. how many people think or or say that, they don't really understand it because learning the gray area for me was extremely difficult. Yes, I know. I know. Extremely. To know, that, you know, because that's, that's what I was sold, is you've just get this and that's the way it is. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. It, it, and that's where you and I live, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I really live yes. in, a, in sort of the gray area, yeah. except I think we, we actually add a lot more color to it than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I moved into the gray area and painted it red. Exactly. Exactly. So, if anything's yeah. to be said, just open your goddamn minds and and flow a little bit better and and think about what you're doing. Take off the blinders because it's a whole uh-huh. big picture. 
Oh, I have a better analogy. It's like you know, if it's a gray area, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like the like like the gray of like Mildred Pierce. You know, it's got <sighs> sort of fabulous yes. black and white feeling to it that we love it. Uh, yes. Mildred Pierce, yeah. gotta love her. Yeah. So I, I thank you so much, Daria. We can find oh, you, you on Four Culture as well. Yes, I, I write, I write, uh, I write little atmospheric pieces about yes. you know, what it's like being me. Basically. Exactly, and you'll have a special, special one for us this upcoming month for Christmas. I hear. Oh, I do. Yes, yes. That one we would. Uh, we're that's. Thank you for reminding me about that. I, uh, that's exactly what that was, too, yeah, yeah, a sure. reminder. Sure. Yeah, um, yes. Um, and I believe I, I, the tentative title, I'm not sure. I probably, it's still Christmas at the Slot Hut. Um, yes, so Christmas at the Slot Hut. So, yes, everybody needs Triple to. Xmas, Triple yes. Xmas at the Slot Hut, exactly. in fact, which is, which is even, even more evocative. So, yes. so everyone listening um, needs to. Watchforculture.com and and wait for Christmas at the Slut Hut. Yes, I can't wait for Christmas at the Slut Hut. Reminds me of you know, my Slut Hut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, back when there was one. Oh. Well, I thank you for joining us. You've made our night. Oh yeah, and you mine. Thank you. All right, and you'll have to come back because I'm sure there's plenty we can talk about. Yes, I think that would be great. Frankly, I would love to. I would love to come back and we could talk about something else again. All right. Sorry. You have a lovely evening, Daria, and I thank you again. Thank you, Dee, as always. Good night. Good night. That was gender gangster Daria Teeswell talking about feminism on tonight's show. I thank you for joining us. Oh, and you need to go. We forgot to say we we need you to go. At Daria on Twitter, twitter.com slash divadaria, D-A-R-Y-A. And you can also find her at divadaria.com. And as we said, for culture.com, she is writer, columnist, extraordinaire. Look for the tales from the slut farm. <laughs> the slut farm. The slut hut this December at forculture.com and in many, many upcoming and previous issues. So until next time, I am the Artist D. Please remain fabulous, but don't remain seated. <laughs>